to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, I'm trying to fucking figure out TikTok. It's very hard for me, but I'm there too. Follow me at Strict Anonymous on all of those things. I'm at Strict Anonymous. If you're on YouTube and you're listening to this episode on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to my video. It's right there in the upper right-hand corner. Also like and share my videos and comment below. I try to respond to every single person that comments on all of my episodes, as well as the people who are on the show, they go and look at the comments too. So we'll leave some nice comments for them because they're reading. Um, If you want to be on the show, I say it's a call and advice show because that's what I always wanted. I love to analyze people's problems and help them. Um, I do help people on this show because it's a place where people call up. Sometimes I'm actually helping them with advice, but other times I'm helping them because uh, they're just calling in to talk about their secret private lives for the very first time because they all remain anonymous on my show. If you want to be on the show, does any of that make sense? (laughs) If you want to be on the show, reveal your secret naughty life or if you want advice, because that's what I fucking love to do is give advice. Um, Even if it's a regular problem, I promise you, I think a lot of people get um, scared by the episodes. They think that I'm into SCX, (laughs) but not really. I mean, like, honestly, this show started by accident, because I posted looking for people to call into my show on Craigslist Personals, and I posted it there just because it was free, not because I wanted crazy sex stories, but that's what I got, and I was like, holy shit, and then that's what my show became about. (laughs) But if you have like just a regular love relationship problem, I love analyzing that shit. You could be on the show. If you have a crazy sex life that you never talked about or that you just want to talk about, you could also be on my show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and click on the show. If you haven't subscribed to my show on your podcast app, definitely subscribe. If you could give me five stars, give me five stars. If you can, I just said a bit on my show. Oh, if you want to join my Patreon page, I have a Patreon. There's a couple levels there. The thing that I'm most excited about on my page, I mean, on my Patreon <laughs> Uh, is these private conversations I'm having with people. I offer that now through Patreon. You could sign up for that. You could talk to me on the down low. It's like a unprofessional therapy session. I call it consulting. I don't know. Um, but I enjoy those conversations because they're so laid back. I don't air them. I'm not trying to get somebody's whole life story in one, you know, convo. But I have good combos and I'm having good combos for I'm having good combos with the people who call in through that consulting service that I offer. That's on Patreon as well. Or you could set that up through me directly through PayPal. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or join my Patreon page. You could sign up for a couple. There's a bunch of different tiers there. Go check it out. It's very self-explanatory. Patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Uh, today I'm on a girl named, what the fuck is her name? Dawn? Oh yeah, Dawn. 
Um, <laughs> and Dawn found me on Instagram, and it turns Dawn's really fucking interesting. She's an escort. I don't think I got that at first. I didn't really know, but she's an escort. She started out like thinking she was going to be a you know do a whole sugar daddy thing, but she didn't. We talk about that and the difference and why she couldn't do the whole sugar daddy thing, and she switched to the escort thing. We talk a lot about her backstory and how she became an escort, why she became an escort. Her backstory is fascinating and interesting. I mean, she it was pretty hardcore at times. She was arrested more than once. We talk about that. We talk about how the cops treated her. We talk about what she. You know, I always ask my specific questions like. How much do you make? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? That kind of stuff. She answers it all. She's super honest. She's on OnlyFans. She's started a podcast where she uh, interviews other girls like her. Um, and, you know, she came on the show because she wants to promote that stuff, which I think is great and super smart when you first start out. Uh, so she gives her plugs for that, right, in the beginning and then at the end. Uh, so if you want to check her out, wait for those, like I said, in the beginning and then more so at the end, she talks about that and we get into a whole lot more, like a lot of, like I said, her backstory, what she does, what she doesn't like to do. Did I say all that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're going to have to listen. And like I said, cause she's on OnlyFans and she has her own podcast and she has her own Instagram and she gives out all that information at the end. Uh, but listen to her story because it's really interesting. Like I said, her backstory and how she got into it, why she did, what she thinks about it, and also like who she dates now and does she date and does it work? And because I, I think that's a hard thing, right? As an escort, how do you date? What's that whole experience like for her? We get into details about that too. So anyway, I'm gonna be right back on with Dawn. This is the strictly anonymous podcast. Uh, hey, Dawn, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. So you are a follower of mine on Instagram, right? And we did a little direct messaging. And I was like, hey, you want to come on the show? Because you had asked me about my YouTube channel and whether I can or cannot monetize on there, right? Because of the, my content. And you wanted to. And so I assumed you were looking to, you know, have sexual in nature content for a YouTube channel. Is that correct? And not yeah, sure. I was like, I was so one, like, I was wondering, like, if they flag you, if you have other content, too, actually. What do you mean, I was other wondering, content? Like, like, if I have a channel on, um, like, sex work or sexual content, and then I have another channel on something completely unrelated, like music, like, would they flag you or shadow ban you for those reasons? Like, well, I wasn't sure about you know, that. they don't they don't ban me because of my content, but I can't monetize. It doesn't matter how many followers, how many views, they will never do advertising uh, on a show that's sexual, has sexual content. Like they, I think they got in trouble or some advertisers got pissed years ago and they changed that. It wasn't, that wasn't always the case. Whatever you just did, don't do that again. You just, I just heard that noise. But so they won't, you know, they won't, so they stopped it a couple of years ago. So, you know, I would keep, both your, you know, your regular channel separate from your sex works channel. But I, that's what I was like, oh, do you want to come and call, call into my show and talk about sex work? Like, what does sex work mean to you? And how old are you? Like, do you mind saying around how old you are? You sound super young. Oh, uh, no, I've been in the business for like over a decade. Over so a decade? idea, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I'm thinking you look yeah. like you're in your early 20s. Okay, so what's the business that you're in and what do you do? And what kind of channel were you going to? What kind of channel are you going to start? Like what's going to be on that channel? 
Yeah, yeah. No, because sex work is such a big umbrella. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm like, are you yeah. a cam girl? Are you a massage per? You know, like, are you an escort? Like, what is what does that mean? Yeah, escort is definitely what I do. But I've dabbled in like so many other things, like cam, for for example. And I do have OnlyFans as well. Oh, you do have an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, it would be escorting is like the main thing. Right. Why don't you do like before we start off? Because I mean, I typically, you know, my show is called Strictly Anonymous, right? So everybody on here is most of the time calling under a fake name, right? And I don't know who somebody is. They don't know. Nobody even knows who I am, right? But you want to give a shout out to your stuff, right? Which I totally understand. And this will be sort of fun for my listeners, I think, for because they'll be able to actually see the person that I'm talking about, right? So let's like do your shout outs (laughs) now. I'll do it again at the end. Right, um, but so people could see who I'm talking to. Why don't you tell people where they could find you? Why don't you give out your OnlyFans page? Yeah, that? I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do like my actual Instagram, and I can do my OnlyFans um, under my stage name. So the OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com/slash Christina with a K X X O O. Okay, and what do you do on that OnlyFans? Like, what would people be paying for? Like, what even goes down on OnlyFans? I don't even know. <laughs> or is it pictures? Oh, is it videos? Any, it yeah. literally is anything goes. Right. Um, I personally don't do everything. There's a lot of pornographic things that people do with partners and stuff like that. But I just do solo acts um, and like twerking and like content where I'm like not like fully dressed and um if you want like like um full nudes then there's um like they call it pay for or or um what is it called pay-per-view that's what they call it right so people could like pay for that or set up a a a, like set that up with you separately right on top of the subscription yeah the subscription is just lingerie or bikini photos Uh and then from there that's when you can decide oh i want to see more sexually explicit content like new photos or like dances and stuff like that right of course so you keep that under that's they have to pay more for that yeah, I mean that makes sense that you would keep the the more hardcore stuff under. How much is it like to sign up if someone wants to go into your OnlyFans and sign up to see you? How much do they pay a month? Well, that's the thing. Like anybody can do anything they want. Like if somebody didn't want to do like the pay per view, they can put everything out there um, for everybody to see with the subscription if they charge more for the subscription. So you can charge anywhere from zero dollars for subscription to like $50 for the subscription. Um, But a lot of people kind of do a lower price for subscription so they can do the add-ons. But it's really like a personal choice. Well, what's yours? I mean, how much do people... Mine is so new that I have like a half-off promotion right now. Mm -hmm. And it's normally 22 and now it's just 11. So that's why... Because it's on the low end, I do the pay-per-views. Oh, okay. And you just started OnlyFans. Now, let's go back and start off. Because you said you've been a sex worker for 10 years. How did you start out? And what did you start out doing? And what made you choose that line of work? Well, it's just like a typical story that I just needed financial. It was just like a mess financially my life. Right. You needed money fast. And- <laughs> 
Yeah, and yeah. I didn't I didn't know anything about it. And so I started off with agencies and I learned through them. And then from there, I just started doing everything by myself. But how okay, around how old were you when you started? Were you of legal age? I was, but I was like on the on the legal right, right like you had just become <laughs> and, legal but and what no you... one believed me no one believed me they all wanted to know like 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 they wanted to card me or strangers that i didn't feel comfortable wanted to see my id uh-huh but i was of i was of age yeah when you started and so but when i started yeah so you just needed money and you thought oh i'll go like sleep with guys for cash and i'll make a lot of money doing that like is that i mean because it, it just it was like, like a huge simple. jump no. yeah, yeah yeah it was a huge yeah. jump it totally was especially morally yeah but um someone just told me about it and it stuck in my head right okay so a friend of yours or just this guy that I met on Craigslist that I thought about maybe being a live-in girlfriend with him mm-hmm. um, because it was just something we talked about through like an ad he made. And I was like willing to do something like that, but not willing to do anything like more. And he's the one who sort of like put the idea in my head. Oh, okay. I, see. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But I was still waitressing. And then down the road, we weren't really friends anymore. And I decided to like, just nothing else was working it. out. Right. So you yeah. started off looking on Craigslist to maybe do like nude modeling or stuff like that. I mean, because what were you doing on Craigslist? And how do you find this guy's ad? And what what did you respond to? No, I was looking for like, just like sugar daddies and stuff like that. Okay, right. See, this is what I need to get at. So you were looking to get like some guy to pay your bills because you needed money, right? And you thought, oh, you'll set up a sugar daddy situation. Did you ever go on any of those websites? Like, Yeah, yeah, I have. I have. And a lot of girls that I met through the business have done the same thing. And they're the ones who told me about like how to work that. And I've never really figured it out. Like there's such a weird angle for for that kind of thing like Uh yeah it's 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 actually harder in my opinion for to sugar daddy than it is for to just be straight straight up and transactional yeah of course because maybe with i mean and so what is the angle that they say sort of works that didn't that you could never do could you even explain it uh yeah like you kind of have to like not make it about money right even though it always is like you have to like stress yourself out if there's ever a situation where he decides oh this is so comfortable she's like my girlfriend let me stop giving her money and then you have to act like like become this actress like oh I'm so stressed out what am I doing la 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 like like to like (laughs) give him a hint that you that it's not a regular girlfriend situation and for him to go back to giving you like a monthly allowance or whatever it is. And I can never do the acting part of it, you know, like I, I've always been more of a direct kind of person. So it was, yeah, for sure. that part was never easy. Like, mm-hmm. cause that's what they want. They want like this, this um, girlfriend experience. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to feel that way. And I guess that's understandable, but I, I don't know how to um, navigate that. Yeah, I think there's two different, like, I think that's why there's two, you know, they both exist, right? As a straight up escorting and then the sugar daddy situation. I think maybe, you know, the kind of guys that go for one or the other are very different, right? It's like apples that's and a oranges. That's a good point. Yeah. It's just like for two different people. Some people, 
I think, yeah, they just want someone, you know, I have Molly on who comes on and she, she used to come on just as a guest who like a girl who came on my show because she, and she was like really horny and just like fucking the world. And then she turned into an escort while I was speaking with her. Like, you know, it's sort of one episode she wasn't doing it. And then the next time she was, and we got that on, but she, and she told me last time when we spoke, she said, listen, I know that these guys are hiring me because they, they're paying me to leave afterwards like that's what they want they don't want me to hang around they don't want that quote-unquote girlfriend experience right they want to do it and then they want to get out and they want that clean break you know so I think that that's there is a big difference right between uh what the person is offering and what kind of guy is signing up for it Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, you I know, think so too. some guys yeah. don't want to pay you to leave. They want you to feed their ego. They want to pretend they have the girlfriend, right? But so you couldn't do that. You're too straight up. So then, so you call that guy up and he tells you how to get into escorting or like the agencies. Like, how did you find the agencies? No, well, it was actually more casual conversation than that. He, it's not like he said it right away. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. Was saying that. Oh, if you really, really cared about money, then you'd be doing this. Like, yeah. that's how he sort of brought it up to my attention. Uh-huh. And he would say how much I would make. And it didn't sound like a lot. But, uh, like, yeah. at least not a lot at the time yeah. to think, oh, I should do this, you know? Mm-hmm. But then later, I was so desperate that I was at Starbucks. And then I would just go on the computer and look at, like, agencies and, like, other Craigslist ad under that category. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let me just send these emails out and see what I see what I get. And yeah, I kind of ran into trouble with like kind of not knowing what's the difference between a pimp and what's the difference between an agency. And so I had a lot of issues in the beginning. And slowly after that, not slowly, well, slowly, but like it took a lot of learning. But then later I, I was able to like work on my own, but it took a lot of trial and error. I want to hear about some of those issues. But before I get to that, I want to know, did you ever try stripping before you went to this route? Because I, you can make a lot of money doing that too, right? Well, I mean, at the time, yeah, I just didn't have like a place to really like live. It was really bad. I'm telling you, right. it was really bad. So the idea of stripping, like just getting ready and all that stuff just seemed like a nightmare. Um... Or having the right clothes or the attire. I just didn't want to do that for some reason. Mm -hmm. Plus, I was actually really shy, even though I can dance. Like, dancing is, like, really easy. Yeah. But for some reason, the whole thing, that would freak me out more than the escorting. Because the escorting, Uh I was like, well, someone can take me under their wing. 
And it was like, it didn't feel like as alone on that than if I were to go to a strip club and audition, you know? Yeah, for sure. Listen, like in at a strip club, you're performing, you know, and I, I could see how somebody might be more nervous about doing that if they have like a fear of public speaking. You know, it's a totally different thing than being in a room alone with one person. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I well, just asked because yeah. some people I think would feel the opposite. They they get so much easier just get up there, take your clothes off and then call it a day. Right. And you do make a lot of money. I remember hearing about a girlfriend of mine telling me that one of our mutual friends wound up doing escorting once in New York City many, many years ago. And, you know, by the time the agency took the money and all that, so she was like making no money, like less money than when she was like bartending. Right. So, you know, sometimes yeah. you do, that's why I was like, oh, like, but then you hear of strippers, they can make a thousand a night you know and uh you know with her agency my friend had told me that that girl was only I mean she was like taking home a couple hundred bucks you know and uh so that's so sad yeah so so so, but for you you must have figured out a way to make some cash like so you said you had some issues and you got in some kind of trouble in the beginning like what happened anything kind of crazy that you want to talk about yeah like there was a lot of uh quote-unquote auditions in the beginning where they just make you do all these sexual things that you didn't actually have to do but they make it sound like oh well if you work for me like i'm giving you like or i'm doing you a favor therefore like can you do this can you do that and then what kind of stuff did they ask for bjs and um sometimes the full service yeah wow and how many times did you fall for that Lots of times because right, it was you were desperate in the beginning. It, it was so many responses of ads that I had made that I just went to every single one of them. At the time, it was just like a very desperate like mentality that yeah, I that's just what went I figured, to yeah. every single interview and just fell for every time. Like not yeah, that's knowing. sad, and that's fucked up because those those people in that position know that you know, and they're taking they advantage of it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gave so some blowjobs, yeah. slept with some guys just to get into their quote unquote agency or have them hook you up with like clients, Johns, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And there was also a time where they, they hired me and then the first guy, the first client I would see, they would get a freebie. You're kidding. Why? So they're hooking up the client. Right. Um, like as the thank you for being a good client. And then the girl has to be the one to just like give it up, you know? Right, right, right. No You're, tripping or anything. Yeah. Right. You're, wow. And you don't get anything for that. And how do they, Nothing. Do, they do they tell you afterwards or they tell you before and you're just they still so desperate that you do it? Like if you want to work there, that's what you have to do. Oh my God. So when do you eventually start making money at any of these places or did you never? And that's just was a learning lesson for you. Um, well, I didn't actually end up going with some of them, obviously, but then the the people that I did do that took advantage, yeah, they took advantage in the beginning, but yeah, you end up getting clients and you make money and, um, but one guy was like really crazy. Like he saw that I had, um, also been hired somewhere else and saw pictures that he took of me, but those are the only pictures that I had yeah. to use. Yeah. So he saw that, thought that I was betraying him, Yeah. set me up on an appointment, went to the appointment. It was a long session, uh, multiple hours. I get there to give him half of what he, um, was owed 
And he told me, oh, I saw your pictures, blah, blah, blah. You betrayed me. You have to give me the whole thing or I'm going to bash your car. Like, that's kind of what happened. So it scared the the hell out of me because the guy was huge. And like he had talked about in the past how he had done that with other girls, like wrecked their car and everything. And and because I wasn't living anywhere specific, I had a lot of stuff in my car. Right. So, like, if he had destroyed my car, like, there was just no way. Oh, my God. You were living in your car? Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. Yeah. Yay, yay, This is, like, a sad story. I know. That's what I was, like, kind of trying to avoid, like. No. I, listen, this people. is. I think. Listen, I ask all these questions because I think it's important for people to hear the whole story, right? Because out of context, like people sometimes it, like you just see like the end result, like, oh, maybe now you're doing well and you're making money and everything's good. So some other girls listening to this, like, oh, I'm going to go out and do it too. And then, but she needs to, women need to know the truth, right? Like this is how it started, you know, and this is why you started. I think you want to, I think those details are important for people to hear you know and to understand right because why would a girl start that like you you know listen everyone starts for different reasons this is just your personal story right but I think that it's it's not bad to have this beginning in there I think it's good because it's the truth right yeah and it's the craziest thing because when I first met these guys like from these agencies yeah they were so kind of like almost upset with me for being in such a bad financial place they're like normally we have a girl who has her stuff together at least and like they were mad that I was such a headache and because I was having so much moral issues with it yeah I was like why would any girl have her stuff together and want to do this like I remember being confused by that right by like their reaction to like my situation like I assumed every girl whoever decided to do this would be in the exact same spot, you know? Listen, and some people, and listen, I'm sure there are some people that aren't that way, but there's probably a lot that were in your same position, but they're able to not show it. You know, I I think a lot Mm -hmm. of, a lot of times Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people walking around that seem like they have their shit together and they're a total fucking mess. Okay. That's just a Mm -hmm. fact. Some people are more Mm -hmm. outward about, you know, they, you know, they let their freak flag fly, I would say. And it's, it's very obvious wherever they're at in their life and some people are really pro at hiding it you know you know that's why your podcast is so good because it really does expose like truth and like that's what we need in this world is more truth because so you don't feel like a fucking asshole and you don't feel like oh you're the only girl that was a mess like you said you know what i mean you thought every you know and and now all of a sudden you feel like you're the only one that is is in this bad place but that's not true and that's why I think it's important for people to hear that part of your story because it is your truth and it does happen and then maybe it makes that that girl that's like trying to hide the fact that she's not together you know not feel so alone right yeah so it's fine I mean I I I like that's why I mean my my show I sometimes like make jokes like oh I feel like I'm cock blocking this episode because some people maybe are listening to get hard from the stories you know but I don't do my show for that reason (laughs) I do it because I'm interested in people and I'm interested in real life how real life stories go not like the fucking movies you know I always say like this isn't the movies where like you change and you make a decision to be better and it happens immediately you know life is like difficult and more messy than that you know and and this is like a real life story of a sex worker that could be not to say, like I said, there's other 
people who could have a much different path to this, right? But this is your story and this is the way that it is. And I think that that's why it's important also because people get very judgy about things. Um, you know, they hear a sentence like, oh, this girl like fucks guys for money and then they go to like judging that person, you know? But it, maybe if you hear the whole story, you might feel different. Like, you know what I'm saying? You were homeless, right? You didn't, and we could get into how you got there. You know, I'm sure it would be an even more horrible story, right? Because like, how does a young girl <laughs> wind up homeless, right? But like, you know, and who's to say that if somebody else that is judging you right now or judges you for what you do, that if they were homeless, they wouldn't do the same thing, you know? When people are backed into a corner, you you know, you do what you got to do, right? And it also goes to say, like, it's like, the, because of like all the stuff were that you encountered with the guys and like the fucked up shit that they made you do to join their quote unquote agency, it really says something about the fact that this kind of work should probably be legal so that they could put some boundaries, right, and laws in place to protect women that are doing this. You know, it's like fucked up. What yeah, you, what you definitely more protection. Yeah. yeah, and very dangerous. Yes. Like you said, that guy was going to bash in your car. That was like basically him blowing up your house, right? Because you were like living there. Like it's crazy. So how did you... Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. let's go to... But so you go through all this stuff. You learn the hard way, right? And when do you finally get to an agency that's like legit? Is that... Or work for yourself and you got it down? Like when does that happen and how does that happen? Yeah, well, um, I actually did stick stick with an agency for a while and they were okay they were super nice about letting me sleep during the day in their offices and get ready at one of the girls house and like when it was like time for me to work I'd have to like you know you know do everything like make myself up yeah and um they were super nice about it um the guy never said his real name um, so that's, that's always kind of been the mysterious part about agencies is that when you quit the, the agency, you'll never know who you, who you actually like met and oh, you'll never see them again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, um, it was basically when I had enough money to like move on by myself is when I decided to do it because I knew that giving half was just like too much, especially with all the hard work involved. Like, you just don't want to give it up, you know, like, it's, I remember there was like a, a time in, um, like in one of the, I, I'm from LA, so yeah. I, I was working in like the hills and this guy was like doing like, I guess lots of drugs and it was so long. It was like all night. It was like every hour I check in, do you want to, do you want me to stay another hour? He'd say yes. He'd say yes every hour. And then the guy from the agency just sat in his car. He was actually the boss because it was so late that he was the one who took me yeah. um, to the call. And it, he sat in his car the entire time and I was the one working and I had to give him half of all that, all that wow. like time that I spent with him. And it was just, it killed me. It how much would you charge like in a night like that? Like how much were you charging around an hour and how much did you make that night? It was it was three hundred an hour, yeah. and this was back in like a while ago. Yeah, so that was kind of a lot. Yeah, and it was every hour, and it was all night. So, yeah. so you made let's over say, a thousand. Let's say eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I you, give him half of that. Like it was crazy, and he was so happy, and I was so sad about it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "You did good tonight." You yeah. Know? And I was like, "Oh, geez, like, uh, right." So then like, how it was it was yeah. a lot to be with a guy who, you know, 
like is on drugs and you're trying to stay awake and peppy and and be there for the guy like you know for eight hours right so it's a total stranger who you don't know who you're maybe not attracted to do you always exactly do you always yeah. use condoms and everything when you're doing of course okay right. yeah so of course i would never for a billion dollars right. would never i'm sure you get guys that proposed they to ask you, right? for that yeah and that's of course. crazy to me yeah, yeah, yeah that's because yeah, cr- there's girls that obviously do it if they're yeah. asking it must mean yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. yeah so you were always protected you never got any like anything from anybody no, no, no. And, and, and I've been arrested before. Um, and I've learned this from policemen. They say, like, if you do have something, then you can be um, uh, charged with, like, convicted murder because you have AIDS or whatever it is, you know? Oh, that they could come back. If you give it to somebody, they could legally come after you. Yes. Oh, yes. interesting. And so the cops told you this when they were like, you were in their car going to jail or something? I mean, yeah, oh yeah. Were they yeah. nice to you? No. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, I think that they're like giving you like helpful advice. Oh, they're being like mean to you. Like, like No, like, like <laughs> uh, maybe in that moment, they yeah. were fine. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, no, like overall, no. Right. No. I think it was a situation where there was a woman cop and then there was a relationship with the other that she was in a relationship with the other cop. And I don't know if he was attracted, attracted to me or what, but she was obviously like hating on me, hating on me. Like, like, um, they don't let you go to the bathroom by yourself. And she was sort of like very aggressive to like, like when I wanted privacy, she was mad. She like, like, uh, pushed me against the wall to like, get me to cooperate it was bad it was oh, bad. wow like she was like abusive to you she had something going yeah. on like you said i, mean, I she thought was... about like maybe filing a complaint but yeah. i never did yeah but i never yeah, did it's sad because you know uh, you didn't do it because you know you would have like they most likely wouldn't have listened to you you know it's your word against a cop right and who are they going to believe in that story which is sad because your story your you're correct, right? And what happened to you, you know, and I'm, I'm sure that was the case, right? But you wouldn't, it, you're going up against a whole, like, bureaucracy that would not I think you're allowed you. to file complaints, but, yeah. like, I don't know. I just wanted to forget it as quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, I so, can imagine. That's terrible. How many times were you arrested? Twice, actually. Once in L.A. and then once in New York. And when you get arrested, they don't let you out until you have a court date. So you usually have to wait for the next morning. If you're arrested on the weekend, you have to wait a while, which is really messed up because it's like a temporary jail, basically, you know? Yeah. Are you in there by yourself or with a bunch of people? No, it's usually like a sting situation and there's other girls. Oh, you mean, oh, so you're, you all get busted, like everybody in the agency or something, like they're watching you for a while. Um, actually, this is, this is when I was independent and the sting is basically like where the guy pretends to be a client and he's at this hotel and it's the same hotel and it's like different girls that they find through the ads. Yeah. And, and everybody gets arrested in the hotel. Oh, so he set up um, with you and 10 other escorts to meet him all, right? Pretending solo. And then you all show up and one after another, you all get busted. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm assuming you're, you've learned the hard way again how to not get busted. Like, was those, like, getting arrested, was that, like, early on and now you've been, 
playing it safe ever since or you know the ways not to get arrested because I know that Molly like you know is really good at like vetting people and making sure you know she's she's like on some sort of site I think she said where like you know you only she only takes clients who other people have seen right and have, mm-hmm, have like references and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. good screening and everything yeah do you do that now um, I do screening very heavily, but in, in this last situation, because the first time, obviously, I didn't know, but yeah. the second time this happened, I actually had some sort of suspicion that my ex was connected to it because the precinct was right across the street from where he lived. So I feel and he like... knew what you were doing. Yeah, he he kind of threatened that in the like when we broke up anyways. So I, I feel like... And and when I was arrested, he the the policeman knew my name. Like oh my, wow! Like, yeah. So I feel like that was sort of like a setup in a way. But yeah, that you, you no matter how safe you were, the fact that you dated this guy and told him that's who got you fucking arrested. Yeah, I right. think so. I yeah. Think so yeah. Okay, so oh my god, there's just too much story here. Like I could just go on about the cops, the rest. Like every again. little situation, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so it's interesting. I mean, and scary. How did you move from what brought you from LA to New York? I just wanted a change. I've always wanted to live in New York. I would I would like to live in another country, but like I know with everything going on in 2020, 2021, like that's probably not something I want anymore in my life, but it would be nice to have like said, Oh, I've lived here and I've lived there. Right. Well, you, you can eventually do that again. Right. When maybe, things open up. maybe, yeah. maybe I don't want that anymore though. You know? Like, yeah. That's interesting. It's just so much better. Like, I know you, like you've changed. I feel like I've changed a lot with like this whole pandemic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because you're like, well, you know, it's okay to stay in one spot. You don't have to fly here, fly there, you know, like. Mm-hmm. And now were, were you escorting all through the pandemic? Like, were you still seeing people? I actually was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually was. Um, I have a good set of like regulars. And I don't see new people that often. So you right. Okay. Um, How and their eyes are, are in that who- regular group. Oh, I don't, I don't know, but they're, they, there's some of them that actually, because, be- you know, you know that I'm a conspiracy theorist, but mm-hmm. like, there's actually people <laughs> that believe the hype or whatever. I don't, but, you know, I have to each his own and they still see me. They just think that's a very low risk in New York. Right. Um, I'm not sure why they think that, but that's what they think. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll come here with a mask and everything and still not during but they'll come in like you know masked up. like masked up exactly so but where do they see yeah. you in your apartment or do you meet them in a hotel yeah no i i i do in call here they call it in call yeah yeah and now do you have a doorman because you live in the city i live in the city i know how it goes like is your apartment a doorman oh building? i didn't know oh my gosh i didn't know you were in the city yeah i wonder yeah. why i didn't know that yeah. oh okay um, no, I don't have a doormat, and I did that on purpose because I don't. Yeah, want no, that's it. what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like, no, I mean, but some women do. Some girls have doormans, and I, I maybe they tip them off. I'm not sure how that works. Actually, I've always been curious. Yeah, no, I, I totally because I'm always like, do, what does my doorman think about this? What does my doorman think about that? That's just the way my mind goes. So yeah, I'd be like so paranoid if I was having the random guys come in and out. I had a guy that I was like banging like a a long time ago, who's like his neighbor when he first moved in. He's like, what the going on he's like I hear her having sex all the time and then like 20 minutes later like I'll hear the door slam and then I hear someone else come in and then she's doing it again
again and he wound up and he was like <laughs> I think she might be a hooker and I'm like maybe you know and so and he got to the bottom of it and she, it turns out she was like that was her deal so like do you think your neighbors have any idea yeah I do but like the neighbor that I had recently <laughs> yeah. moved out uh-huh. oh my god don't even get me started on this neighbor though because the neighbor that I did have I think he sold drugs he oh, would okay. go across the street yeah yeah he would go across the street with like bags and like why across the street like who does he know across the street you know right, like, right, right. so you're looking at him like what the fuck is he doing he's probably looking at you like what the fuck are you doing but because you're both doing something maybe illegal you, no one says anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like don't you love the truth i mean yeah, truth. yeah no, i just think it's funny that you're both you're like oh i think he was selling drugs he was probably like what the fuck is she doing in there right because maybe i don't know some buildings you know the the walls are very thin and you hear a lot you know that's going on so it's hard to hide it i do wonder about that i wonder like like the neighbor directly like window wise mm-hmm. from my bedroom i wonder <laughs> like if he can hear me because i'll hear him singing in the shower but he has his bathroom window open whereas mine is closed yeah 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 but i'll like yeah like yell or something yeah so wait so now right now right because i could just get 10 10 more hours of backstory on you but um like right now during the pandemic you you have your regulars right you're doing it on your own you keep all your money now or do you split it with any kind of agency or are you solo no no i i keep it all now okay how much do you charge i'm always curious about like the money aspect of it and like the menu you know like (laughs) how much do you charge per session well it changes so much yeah but i like because it depends on like how much you want to work how much you don't want to work yeah and because it is a pandemic yeah and um because it like if you want to do like okay let's say 320 an hour or something yeah that's someone who wants to work all the time yeah but because we are in a pandemic yeah like now i have a two hour minimum yeah and it's 500 an hour uh-huh and the regulars that I have, they'll just keep what they used to pay me in the past, and that's fine. Yeah. And anyone new, like, they have to get through this threshold because I don't know them. I have to screen them. There's a lot involved. Yeah, yeah. To, like, so obviously there's going to be more. Yeah, and then I have other things that I'm working on, like, uh, that I consider work, even though there's not, like, monetizing yet, mm-hmm. that I spend most of my time, like, developing, like, online so so that's like that's, that's where your only fans and there's going to be your youtube channel that kind of stuff and my know? podcast and everything yes oh, okay yeah. what what's your podcast what's the name of your podcast well Definitely my podcast gonna... is called the dawn diaries but i started doing it like kind of like a therapeutic podcast mm-hmm. where i was just going to talk about whatever i was like feeling that day or thinking about yeah. And I couldn't do it without mentioning sex work. So I was like, fuck it. Let me just be honest. Like, let me just. Yeah. Like, it was impossible to, like, talk about anything without, like, having that in the picture. Of course. So I was like, let me just be open about it. And that's what made me. Oh, yeah. If you listen to this story now already, like, I mean, if you start at the beginning, you know, and really give that story and all the, you know, I mean, I just think it could be a really fascinating podcast, like the journey of, like sex work right for one person yeah and i've had other girls interviewed um in there too Uh um and they they do a completely different thing like the camming that we talked about like it's a totally different um story too like how they started how much they make and 
Well, that's it, I, I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've really enjoyed interviewing people and seeing what, what, what it's like to be them and that kind of thing. Yeah, because it just goes to show that everybody has a different story. Somebody gave me a bad review recently. It was like, oh, you have the same fucking fetishes on all the time. It's like, asshole, why don't you listen to the fucking podcast, okay? Because I can have 10 guys that are into pantyhose, but each one has a 100% different story because each person's life is different and everybody's unique. And that's, you know, yes. and if you talk yes. to someone enough, yes. instead of just read one one fucking sentence about them you'll see that every person's life is different and it's interesting and people learn from different parts of different podcasts you know but it does i've been doing my show for six years and like i said i could talk to a million guys that like to see their girl get fucked by somebody else but everyone's story is so different and so unique and so interesting to me you know and like i've said many times to you today already that like this is your story of sex work and it's like it wasn't an easy time for you you know and it was hard that doesn't mean that there's not that other person out there that it was very positive experience right and they made it the decision to do it from a very different point of view right molly is a it's a very different story how she got into escorting you know but i think it's really important to show both stories because they both exist right and some people will relate to yours and some people will relate to hers but i think it helps to remove the judgments you know when you get the whole story and that's what you're doing as well on your show right you're interviewing other people in the business as well yeah I think it's important just mm -hmm. like you said because I used to say like oh I will never write a memoir because you know there's like books out there about like girls that have been in the biz and I'm like yeah. oh, I'll never write it because so many girls have done it yeah but then I kind of went back to like what you just said like wait a minute like I have my own experience my own voice and my own perspective like it may be sort of the same but it's really not and like right. i've noticed that with my interviews like we are all, women just women in general are just so different from each other you know mm -hmm. like you don't even have to be like in the sex work industry like to just be two women who are completely different and that's what makes us so like interesting to talk to you know yeah for sure what is the name of your podcast again and it's on it's called the the Dawn Diaries. Dawn, D-A-W-N, Dawn Diaries. Now, they could find that anywhere on any, like, podcast app, like, on iTunes yes. or wherever they find yes. this podcast, right? Yeah. So they have by that. By the time it airs, I'll have everything because right now I'm in the editing process. But, like, by I think by the time this will air... Um, I'll have episodes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's smart. Listen, when I started my podcast, like I, um, Robert Kelly, who's like a big comedian was the one who got me into it, told me how to do it. And he was like, make sure you don't just put your first episode out there. Like do a couple. I had all, I had like six episodes already taped before I even knew the fucking name of my show. Right. I had no idea. Right. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. exactly what I want to do. I want to have a lot so that I don't get overwhelmed by like having to keep up with the consistency. Like right. I'll have stuff to spit out as I'm busy with other things yeah yeah and you want to yeah. make sure that you have everything in place once you have it and you know you have to make a decision like hey I'm gonna air a one new episode a week or however you're gonna do it but you mm -hmm. have to stick to that all the time you like, have to stick have, to that yeah I've taught mm -hmm. a lot of people how to do a podcast and most of them don't ever wind it it doesn't stick with a lot of people because they're like oh they post one one day and then the next week they do it another time and then they take a month off and they do it again or I have one girlfriend that starts a podcast every other 
other week and she's like, oh, that was my first season. And I'm like, what do you mean your first season? Like, you got to keep fucking doing it. You can't do it six times <laughs> and then call it a day. You know, it's like, it's like so you, you want to have a bunch of them. Yeah. So that you never fall behind. If your audience starts to like what you're doing, they expect your podcast at the same time every week to come out. You know, you have to make sure you do that. It's like any business, right? So, yeah, it's part of their routine. Like, I love podcasts and I want to hear like the people that I listen to. Yeah, you like, get it. I yeah, you know. Time. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get yeah. back to you. So, and we'll, I'll give you your plugs for your stuff again at the end of the um, sh- uh, show. Now, I, this other thing I'm always interested in when I talk to people like you is like, what what is on that list of like what you do do, what you like to do, what you don't want to do as far as oh, like, yeah. sex? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'm, um, I am actually what they call GFE, the girlfriend experience. Oh, you are um, with this. I, yeah. Okay. I am. Yeah. I will not do any porn star experience. Um, and what's the difference? Just because it's 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 really hard to clean up and like you know like you know like porn star experiences is like cum shots and stuff like that. Like I don't know. Like I just don't feel like I would get paid enough for that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So I I just that's off limits for me. Yeah. Or like anal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't do. Right. So you do basic sex stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now you said in the beginning that you had, you know, a lot of moral issues with what you were doing. Like when did you feel a shift? Like, you know, how do you feel about it now? Like do you still have a moral issues? I would assume no, but like when did that change? Or maybe not. Definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. Right. Um, but I definitely still feel like a collective shame from stigma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what the moral thing was even back then. Not that I thought anything was wrong with it. It was just like, how am I going to like show my face again? Right. Um, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like certain family members know, but not all of them do. And when my podcast is airing, then there's going to be problems there too. But like, I'm at this point where I'm just sick of hiding, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I think stigma is the number one reason why morally, but even more, the word moral is so confusing to me. Like, right. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I believe in right or wrong anymore. I just believe in like, what's helpful, what's not helpful. Yeah, I, what I always say, and this is what I believe, is like everyone makes their own morals like and values. Yes. You know, you have your own and whatever right for you. That's why I always try and gauge when I'm talking to somebody how they feel about what they're doing. You know, when I go with that, you know, if I have a guy that calls up and he's doing something that most people would think was really terrible, but he's okay with it, then... I, I roll with, with that right in his yeah. mind but it's like but when I talk to guys and they're like I'm cheating on my wife and I feel horrible about it then that's not cool you know what I mean because it's not cool with that person so I think that you know everybody's morals and values or whatever and I think the the problem is in the when you're doing you're doing damage when you're doing something that you don't feel right about you know what I mean and that becomes detrimental but not about what other people is right or wrong it's about what you think is right or wrong for yourself and what's you know and so I think it's subjective right and it's different for everybody yeah and I see married guys too a lot and it's it's a very confusing thing because you don't know like in terms of right or wrong like kind of like where did where did society go wrong in a way like like is marriage just old-fashioned or is 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 like is like escorting like the 
the one that's the enemy in this scenario right, or is it the you, guy yeah. mm-hmm. like we it's hard to say you know is it all of the above right know? yeah 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 like but what comes first right yeah that's a I was thinking because I never really have I mean the way I've always done my podcast is like you know just regular people come on my show I never reach out to people to have like set up interviews you know but I was thinking to get like a sex therapist on to answer a lot of those kind of questions you know or like a, a what is a fetish and what is the what is the and I was thinking about the whole cheating thing you know like what is the solution to that because sometimes I hear these stories where you know and every cheating story is different that's the other reason why I like to have my show because sometimes you're like oh someone cheats and you're like oh there's what a fucking asshole but sometimes it's a guy who he loves his wife and everything's great but maybe she's sick or she never wants it she hasn't had she hasn't wanted to have sex for 10 years and after 10 years he finally cheats on her like what are you what what is the what is the right thing to do in a situation like that right if the wrong thing is to cheat like what do you expect that guy in that situation to do and what is the answer to all these people cheating and it's not just men that cheat women do too you know but you know so I do think it is those are you know I think somebody else could answer those questions not me (laughs) it's like I don't know the answers to that (laughs) but you know you ponder them right because you're like definitely definitely so you're doing your podcast you're starting that you do your only fans right you have these uh you know you have your set people that you see johns whatever you want to call them um now what about your personal life are you dating anybody now I know you had that one asshole boyfriend that knew what you did and turned you in like do you have you had a boyfriend (laughs) since <laughs> no, maybe that's why. Yeah. Well, that would no. be traumatizing. I mean, I think it would actually, be hard to find a guy that's okay, right? Oh lord! Like, no, actually, every guy that I've ever like dated, um, were they were actually ex clients. It's never been a guy that I've gone on a date with, like organically. Right. Okay. Um, because I don't want to lie on the first date. You have to lie on the first date. You mm-hmm. have to say, "Oh, I do something else for work," because that's what they're always going to ask you. What do you do? And it's just never doesn't sound like a good scenario for me to just like lie about it and then eventually come out. Like I've had guys that were friends first and it turned into something more and then I'd have to tell them the truth. And how did that but go? That's, no, it was not good. They they ended up telling a lot of like uh your mutual uh, friends. mutual friends, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they were super pissed. So like it just never really worked out. Like mm-hmm. So you typically date people who you've seen as clients and they know your deal. And then how long does it last? Does it ever like rear its ugly head where like they think that they're going to be okay with it. And then even though they know what you do going in, but then eventually they, they're not okay with it. Well, like the last guy, the reason why he was so mad about me going back to work is because he, it was sort of like an, like a weird sugar daddy thing, even though he would hate if I ever use that label. Like he knew I was talking about him right now. Yeah. But it did turn into that, like, where he decided to, like, cover my bills so that I would get out. And then when we broke up, obviously, I'm going to go back to work. And he was mad about that. And I think that's why the whole setup happened. Oh, that was the, that was the guy that snitched, that snitched, you think? Yeah, like, I don't think a guy would be cool. Like, I've had a boyfriend in the past, but I wouldn't be... Let's just say I wouldn't be cool with a guy being okay about what I do anymore. <laughs> right. You like, know? Right. If a guy was like, yeah, that's great. You'd like kind of look at him like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Is that what you're saying? Kind of. Like, it's a little on the selfish side, you know, to no, just I like ignore it. Yeah. On the selfish or, or, side to what? 
like a self like a selfish thing to either ignore it or be in denial. Like I've had an ex boyfriend just be like, Oh, I don't I never even think about it. I never even think that you do this. You just seem like a regular girl to me. And, and that, I'm like, Well that's just denial, you know? Right, 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 right. <laughs> You're like, What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And then I would do this role of like protecting them. Like whereas I wanna be protected now, like like I don't wanna take on that role of like not telling them what work was like today. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard place to be, like, right, as far as when dating comes into play. Like, how do you date successfully as an escort? Have you had, you should have that on your podcast. That would be interesting because I'm sure there's. Oh, yeah, out there it's a great, are... it's a great subject. But the way I look at it now yeah. is like because Tinder is so popular these days. Yeah. I just look at it like my client relationships are basically like the modern day of like just like friends with benefits uh-huh. and it's like a real benefit because I, I get something out of it too. I don't know yeah. about friends with benefits like the normal way. I feel like it's not really that beneficial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's no cash. You mean? <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just don't, I don't see like how that would be like something I'd be into. Like uh-huh. if it wasn't for cash, you know? Right. So the, that's like what I consider the modern day re- situationship, right? Like, yeah. So, so I don't really like look for a boyfriend if that's how I'm looking at it in my head. Like I'm framing that in my mind. Like that's what this is like. Yeah. Situationship. So I, is that what you called it? I like that word. Is that a word out there yeah, that I don't it's, know it's about? Like a, I like that. Yeah. It's a trendy word. Like yeah. yeah a that's a, that's good. Yeah. I'm too old for those new words, but I like it. Situationship. That's what you're in. Situationship. Yeah. Like, that's great. Is kind of the new thing thing mm-hmm. relationships are kind of the old thing and yeah. so i frame <laughs> it in my mind where maybe i don't need a relationship because i am having sex yeah anyways you know yeah mm-hmm. so so you're good now yeah it's a, i think it's a lot easier to not right have it because i think that it is confusing when you get into all that other stuff when you start to date somebody and then it's a client and they i don't know it's just it's a lo- it's loaded you know the that whole scene that's why i do think it'd be great to find, you know, one of your girls to come on and talk about it, who is successful, right? I'm sure there's a girl out there that's do sex work and has a relationship and it, it's it's all good, you know, but that's... And they make it work. Yeah, they yeah. make it work. How much do you make, how much you take in a month about? Um, I don't have to answer that one, do I? I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> why, why wouldn't you want to, though? Just, it's interesting maybe more oh, so just- that you don't want to answer it. I don't know. Oh, oh, um, I don't know. I've always been a little shy about the money, like speaking about money, not just just not just because it's related to sex work, but just to anybody like anybody. Oh, right, I get that. It's per- right. It's kind of like, I mean, in New York, we all mm-hmm. ask each other, like, how much you pay for rent? I don't know. It's like a weird thing that you would do that. Yeah, in New York, And it's OK right. in New York. But well, people, most people yeah. don't do that. You know, it's like personal. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah. it. You don't have to tell But me. enough to sustain me. Right. Enough but I, Okay, me. so then the question would, I'll rephrase it. I mean, do you make good money? Like, it, not just like sustain you, and I don't know, like, does then it sustain a very good, no. is it the a very good no. lifestyle that you live? Yes, like where I have everything taken care of, yeah. but no in terms of lo- like long-term goals. Like, right. oh, like if I, like, like, you know how there's, there's all these like, um, I hear these stories about women retiring from escorting. Like, who are these women? Like, I don't know anyone. Wait, do you ever, do you follow that girl, Sletrepreneur? Do you know about her? Like, no, but I'll write her down. Write her down. Her? I've tried to get her on my show. She doesn't respond to DMs, but look at her. She's a she's a girl, a young girl who's into what you do, and she's made a 
big business out of it and she makes a lot of money and she's got a podcast about it and she's i think she's got book you know she's like a real fucking go-getter uh really? yeah look her up and go go find her see if you could get her on your show or be on her show or something i think she'd be a good connect connector for you she's really smart at making i mean this girl will sell i was like trying to get her on my show because i'm like i have an audience that'll buy your stuff like she sells anything for five dollars but she sells it for a lot more like she'll i don't know it's like really interesting you got to go find wow. her. yeah wow <laughs> go look for her but um so you feel like you could make more yeah like i think Doing other things like uh, like passive income is yeah. probably like the only way people actually make money um, for like a long term future future goals and stuff like that. Like right, financial that security. That's why you started OnlyFans because that could be profitable for you, right? Yeah, like I'm thinking that's gonna be like like for passive income. Like I was actually gonna ask you about Patreon, like. Yeah. Because I know you have to put on extra content for yes. for uh, members. Like, yeah. so how does that work? Like, well, you, you know, to- and I remember when I first started looking into it as far as like, you know, because you're like, oh, I'm going to do a Patreon. I'll make all this money a month and everything. But I like read more just to make sure I wasn't living in non-reality, you know. And the truth is, and this is what they tell you straight up early on like listen make sure you're not creating these tiers where you have to do so much extra content that it winds up to be like you're making if you put you know you're you're having to do 10,000 more hours just to support it you know try to figure out a way to offer what you're already doing right or something a little bit extra a month of your time right and then monetize it because if you wind up off like you know promising so much extra content it, it winds up to be more work than what you're making because most people don't make that much money you're gonna have like a, a top two percent that's making uh, twenty thousand a month or fifty thousand a month but most people like i'll make 800 a month and that's actually great because most people will make like 200 or 120 you know but you can you just have to figure out like you know maybe you take your <coughs> only fans content that you're putting there and just tease it on patreon i don't know i think you're gonna make a lot more money on only fans right there's right, no reason yeah. to have a patreon really i think you just have the one stop uh place i think only and it's almost better to just focus on one thing anyways yeah, yeah just do it there i mean somebody said to me like oh would you do an only fans but that's totally the antithesis of what i do on my show you know what i mean it's not about that so i can't do that for me i just canceled one of my tiers my five dollar tier because that was like an extra episode for them and i'm just going to be doing epi- episode extra episodes on my show it just it just winds up to be too much work and there's there's no reason for it you know so i had to actually cancel it so you have to i think that you should just stick with your only fans and your podcast and uh your youtube channels your youtube channel going to be your podcast episodes yeah they are right but i'm a little worried about the other channels that are connected under the same email yeah you should just do it separate just do it separate you know, so I don't have to worry about that. But doesn't YouTube know automatically that you're the same person, anyways, even if it's under a different email because I, you're on the computer? Yeah, I don't know. I don't listen. I think that there's so much content on YouTube that there's not somebody sitting there like, oh, look at fucking Dawn. She's trying to sneak up and do two things at once. You know, but there must be like a bot that could pick things up. I don't know, but I, uh, I would, you know, do it separate and call it a day I don't know because I only have one I have I don't have like a regular YouTube for myself because I'm you know and I'm always in YouTube under my uh, my show's account you know 
So I don't really know, but I do know that if it's if it's major sex stuff, you're not going to be able to monetize, but it's a good platform to have. And you, maybe you just do, te- I think the people that are most successful on YouTube, they do like five minute videos there. And then for the full video, say, you know, come to my OnlyFans. And so it's a great way to, you're not going to monetize there, but you're going to drive traffic to your OnlyFans. Right, right. Yeah. Let me ask you this real quick and then we'll do another like 10, 15 minutes, but I want to keep it more about you, right? Like, so do you love sex and do you feel like, do you enjoy it when you're with these guys? It just depends on who it is. Right. Some people, like, I, I'm so used to them that even if I don't really like it, if I were to sit down and, like, really ask myself, do I like this? Like, I, I, like, I don't, it's not like I immediately think no, but uh-huh. because I'm just used to them. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. But I do enjoy sex, so it doesn't matter, like, if I'm not attracted or whatever it is. Right. Um, but, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you have some regulars that you find attractive. I mean, because you, you have gone at, gone on to date some of these guys after, right? Yeah, but I feel like that was definitely from them chasing me so hard, too. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Because- and then it was me, like, convincing myself that it was, like, more than, than what it was. Like, emotionally, physically, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. So your hopes for your future look like what? That you would make more money doing this? No, my hopes would just be like doing, like quitting actually. Quitting and then doing, um, like making money like uh, other ways. Like passive income would be like my ideal way of making money. Right. But not not through OnlyFans. Something completely different, you mean? Not sex related? I mean, for now, that's fine. Yeah. But no, in the future, yeah, yeah I would definitely wouldn't probably uh, do sex at all. Like right. anything sexual at all. Yeah. Oh, that's your goal is to, to transition out of it? Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe like some like help other women, maybe like something like along those lines. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, so there's like sexual history about it, but not like anything sexual on my part, you know? Right. So would you want to help women that are getting into the business or that were, I mean, cause listen, I think you have a really interesting story. You're a girl who wound up homeless. Like, I mean, how did you wind up homeless? Could you tell me a, the short version of it? I don't know. Sure. I can tell you the short, like the short version is actually, actually is the short version. Like it's yeah. not anything very complicated. Yeah. It's just that I have like, you know, parents that are like kind of absent. And then I lived with my grandma who offered me to live there. Um, but she's kind of bipolar. And so she kind of kicked me out like after a week of moving in. Right. And I had like um, already left the place that I was living prior to that. Uh-huh. And so I didn't have anywhere to go back to. So right. what ended up happening is that I lived in a dorm illegally um, from a friend that was going to this university, but I wasn't going to that university. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't always, um, uh, a permanent thing because they had to leave for the summer. Like yeah. they, yeah. Of course, so of I, course. and so I ended up in my car a lot of the time where I find a living room for $500 a month and that was temporary too. So it was like couch surfing slash car slash, dorm you know all kinds of things like at that time until I had enough money to save up to to find a one bedroom you know after like several months of escorting yeah 
Right, and you did do the car. And now, do you? Are, you said some family members know what you do. Are your parents, any of those family members? I mean, do they know what you do, or do you have a better relationship with them now, or are they still kind of MIA? Oh uh, well, my mom has never been in the picture, but my dad um, doesn't know. He probably will eventually because of like everything that I'm gonna do. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but he's blind, so technology and him like don't. Like, he would never find me on his own. Someone would have to tell him. Oh, interesting. He's always been blind? No, he lost his sight um, when I was, like, 15. It's it, it's funny because while the sentence was coming out of my mind, like, he's always been blind, like, then I heard in my head, like, yeah, fucking duh, Kathy. Like, why would you answer that, ask that question? But it turns out, no, like, he did. No, it did. no, <laughs> no, not always. Yeah. No, oh, interesting. Not always. So how did yeah. it happen when he was, like, how did that happen? How did he go he blind? Got, he got a stroke um, from high blood pressure. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then he went, so he's been blind since you were 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it was like crazy. one eye yeah. in the beginning and yeah. then it went full black. He was a cab driver in LA. Yeah. Oh my God. So now, so you have a relationship with him kind of now, but you, and you don't mind if he found out now. I mean, um, I would mind for his sake. Yeah. He probably wouldn't handle it too well, but he yeah. doesn't handle a lot of things very well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right so i don't know i don't know what to say about that it's you know i can't take it on you know anymore you know right and you're about sort of being honest and you want to put your stuff out there because maybe you feel like you could help people and it could be yeah, a way of I maybe generating people. income for you yeah 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 exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. yeah no I or even help like the world understand and like kind of like um slowly but surely get rid of stigma so much you know because that's the main thing and like that's why I loved your podcast because I think it does get rid of like pretending I hate the pretending thing about our society yeah like, totally mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I, that's why that's what inspired me so much I'm like oh you know this woman like I, I don't even really know you but yeah you know, I still connected because of those things like the truth about yeah, about life. exactly. Yeah. I and I listen, I'm I'm in my 50s, right? And I got to tell you, like, I, you know, I understand your dad, I'm probably more closer to his age than your age. I still don't know how old you are. But I'm just saying like, it's <laughs> different. It was a very different generation. I think the younger people nowadays, I, I don't think I would have a show 20 years from now, because I don't think most people are going to be living double lives, right? But there still Hopefully is not. a lot of stuff yeah. going, you know, there still is judgment and everything. But it was way worse 20 years ago, you know, it's getting better. But you know, you have have these you know you have so many people out there that are hiding things and stuff and yeah that the premise of my show is like this is like what regular people are doing nobody's fucking talking about it um for i you know and i can't tell you how many emails i get a day of people saying oh my god thank you so much for your show because i now i feel like i'm not alone you know i related to this person or that person and and also for the person that I called in the people that i talked to they're always like it was like a fucking therapy session like it was great and they get even more out of it when they listen to their episode and i really do my show because i like helping people you know i mean it really started because i just wanted a call and advice show you know it turned into this whole thing about sex and people's confessions by accident 
you know, but I love what I do because <laughs> I am helping people and I'm helping a, 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 a people that, you know, most people don't think to help, right? Those like perverts, quote unquote, like people have all kinds of words for the people that call my show. You know, I just think that they're regular people, you know, and this is what I they do. I think they're regular people too. Yeah, yeah that's what, they what do I do for yeah. sex and what they're into and who the fuck cares? You know, I don't have criminals on my show. I made sure you were of age before we spoke. You know, I don't have people that are too young. I don't have people that are doing like, you know, hurting people or things that aren't consensual, you know, and that's that. But, you know, so, you know, I'm glad you found my show. I love stories like yours. Okay. Like I said, I I think sometimes people are listening to my show because they want to, I don't know, is it jerk off material for some people? I don't know, but I prefer these kind of, yeah, it is. And that's okay. (laughs) But I love like your story because it's, there's so much to it. You know what I mean? It's the backstory is what's fascinating to me. And I think it's smart and I think it's great that you're going to start a podcast and talk more about it and then have other people's stories on it. I think you should look up that other girl who's uh, very successful at doing what you do and maybe try and get her on your show. She doesn't respond to me, but she might respond to you. <laughs> Slutrepreneur. I wish you all the best. Let's give a shout out again yes. for your... Um, for your stuff so you could get so you can make some more money on OnlyFans, right? Yeah. So your OnlyFans. Thanks, thanks Kathy. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, and I'll put it in the like the links if I can, you know, like Oh, so okay, cool. Like, yes. Yeah, so it's onlyfans.com slash Christina with a K X X O O. Mm-hmm. And my regular Instagram is also at But why would you give your regular? I could cut this out if you want, but why would you give your regular? Why not tease? I think you're way smarter, okay, to just give your OnlyFans because people are going to die to know who you are. Why let them know? Do you know what I mean? They're going to want to find out. If they get your regular Instagram, they'll be like, oh, okay, that's who she is. But like, I'm going to take that out. Just only give your OnlyFans. Oh, sure. Think about no, it. No, the reason why I have the, the, the reason why I wanted to put my regular yeah. is just because I do have a link tree that has everything. The podcast. Well, no, so give your link fans. tree. Oh, the link tree. Okay, yeah, well, the link, link tree, tree. Is, a, is the same as my, I'm pretty sure. Let me look this up real quick. Just yeah, that's double okay. Check. I'll cut this out. Yeah. Yeah, link tree, I think, is Don MFL, but let me double yeah. check. We won't say, listen, because you don't want to give out like your regular thing, because I think it's smarter to people are going to want to know who the fuck you are. They're going to go to your OnlyFans and then I don't know how much they're going to see there, but they're going to be more inclined to sign up if they don't know what you look like and they want to see what you look like. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah so just give your uh, link tree and your OnlyFans. And Wait, then maybe on your link either? tree, they'll be able to find your regular Instagram, but that's okay. Maybe they won't, you know? But just give out that and your link tree. Because on your link tree, does it show uh, your podcast too? It does. Yeah, okay, that's great. why Yeah, it has everything. Yeah. Find that but, link tree. Um, Do you know what it is? Yeah. Um, it's the weird spelling link tr.ee mm-hmm. slash Don lowercase mfl. M-F-L. What does that stand for? Again? Yeah. Is that like one of those things? What's M-F-L? No, it's Marie Flores. But, oh, okay. Um, M-F-L. It's just... Yeah, it's just the letters that I could put on my Instagram without adding numbers. Okay, cool. Yeah. So people know, how long have you been doing uh, OnlyFans? Is there a lot of content on there that they'll get? It's been a month and, and no, be- that's why I have a promotional where it's half off. Oh, okay, great. Um, but I'm adding content every day. So okay, great. So if people want to sign up for... Cares, it'll be, 
Yeah. Okay, good. So if people want to sign up right now, you could get it for half off, right? So instead of 22, you get it for $11 a month. You're constantly adding content. Uh, if you, they want to find your podcast, which is just going to start off to hear, uh, you know, other girls' stories, uh, they could find that at your link tree and, and you're going to have a YouTube channel, right? And now on your YouTube channel, yeah. it'll be videos of you talking to people. It's, um, so far I have it set up where it's zoom meetings. Okay. And great. so you can listen to it on the podcast or you can watch the zoom meeting with the girl and me in there. Right. Awesome. Uh, girls yeah. always bump everybody and I really like this episode. I think it's good and I want to air it as soon as possible. Like I bump. Oh, with that's the girls so great. Always. I'm so glad you enjoyed it because I was so worried based on what I've heard in the past. No, this is these yours, are my favorite kind of like real life stuff. I'm not as. Oh, okay, no, I great. prefer I have to tell you, I prefer these episodes than just the ones that are just like a sex story after another. I mean, I know that a lot of people maybe that's what they love. That's why they tune in. I know. Yeah, like, but not. Re- but I think that there's a lot of people who tune in for this kind of stuff, too. They think that they're going to get. But and I get people that say, oh, I tuned into this because I really wanted to hear about this. But it wound up to be really interesting. So I think, you know, I I prefer and this is like why I do my show. I love this kind of real life stories about people so i think it's a great episode i can't wait to air it oh this is so exciting i had no idea that i was in the lineup this quick because girls always you know i I can only imagine how many people you get to speak to so i'm so flattered and honored thank you yeah i have like 20 back i already i have 20 i've already taped i have like 15 more that are already scheduled but women always bump everybody because i don't have as many women calling in you know (laughs) um yeah, yeah so and i love that this is like another it's like another escort story i just had molly talking about it but it's so different from molly that i think that's what's interesting about it you know so uh you'll be posted soon let me know when you get your stuff and thank you so much for calling in thank you too and it was so nice to talk to you you're easy to talk to yeah no i know right it's like some people will be like oh i'm so nervous i'm like trust me two seconds after you're talking to me you'll be relaxed i'm you know because it's fine but i'll listen to your podcast too and i'll let you know what i think and let me know what you think of this after you listen to i think it's going to be great it's going to be a great oh i'm so excited oh and um is there a way to get a recording of it? Like, so I could post it somewhere, maybe? Yeah, of course. I could send you the MP3. What, so that you could air it on yours? I don't know. Is that allowed to air? Yeah, I could do whatever the fuck clip? I want. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. We'll figure it out. Okay. Thanks. Okay, thanks okay. So Sounds much, good. for calling Okay, in. have a great day. Okay, you too. All right. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous.